U.S. Senator Dick Durbin got a brief break from the turmoil in Washington as he met with city officials in Bloomington to discuss several projects, including the Connect Transit Transfer Center, the downtown streetscape, and stormwater improvements. Durbin spoke with WGLT's Eric Stock. Well, it's a good time to have a project because we have a president who has a, a bipartisan infrastructure plan, which is really bringing more money back to our communities for key uh, infrastructure that will serve the economy uh, and a number of projects that uh, are trying to return federal dollars back home. Uh, Senator Duckworth and I, along with our congressional delegation, that's a high priority. We meet as a delegation at least once a month to compare notes on things that we're working on. We've had good luck. Uh, As you can tell, some of it is related to public health. The sewer situation certainly is. And some of it to economic development and improvements in lifestyle. Uh, and standard of living for the people living in the community. But uh, it was great to meet with the mayor and to have a briefing on his priorities. There's some exciting opportunities. Going to Washington, have you seen any progress in the last 24 hours regarding the debt ceiling? No, and I'm getting nervous. Uh, really close to J- uh, June 1st, and that was my fear, is that uh, there would be a faltering uh, in the process and we would bump up against the deadline. If we're making progress, I'm convinced that they'll do short-term emergency extensions. We're up against it. June 1st is a deadline, and it takes the House of Representatives three days to consider a measure of this magnitude. Uh, I'm not begrudging them, but it's all the more reason to get it done quickly. Uh, If we get perilously close to the June 1st deadline without relief, it's going to have an impact. Uh, not the least of which will be on people around the world that trust the United States has the strongest economy and the most reliable currency. That will come into question if this uh, strategy that the Speaker of the House is pushing uh, has a bad ending. I think we're going to reach a good ending, uh, probably not to the satisfaction of anybody, but at least get this behind us for two years. Should President Biden consider the 14th Amendment and just plow through this and say U.S. debts must be paid? Well, I don't know that that will work because it will surely be uh, challenged in court and that takes time, days, maybe even weeks, and we don't have that kind of time. And it raises a question around the world is how the United States, which is supposed to be a leader in the world, can come so perilously close to a catastrophe like this. And it would be damaging to not just business community and the stock market and investments and retirement funds and 401ks. It just leaves a bad taste in people's mouth about our economy, and it shouldn't have happened this way. Speaking of the courts, should you subpoena any of the Supreme Court justices over their unwillingness to testify before the committee regarding ethics? We haven't taken anything off the table. What we're trying to do is to appeal to Harlan Crow, who has been the... uh, gift giver and uh, benefactor to at least one Supreme Court justice uh, for more information so we can understand uh, the lavish gifts that he's given over a period of decades to this one Supreme Court justice. I don't think that's unreasonable. I think if we're going to restore the reputation and integrity of the Supreme Court, uh, we need transparency and disclosure. Uh, Unfortunately, Justice Thomas has not disclosed as required by law uh, and I hope we were hoping that, that Mr. Crow would. Uh, we're going to keep pursuing this. With separation of powers, will there be any enforcement mechanism, or would the justices just say, this is how we do things and this is how we want to do it? 1978, we passed a, uh ethics bill, uh, which the Supreme Court has been living with uh, for better or worse since then. That's a long period of time. 
We recently passed a bill that said if a judge is involved in a case where they are dealing with a corporation that they personally own stock in, they have to disclose it. They said they would live by that. So to argue that there's no connection between what we pass in law and how the courts operate is just not true, and it shouldn't be. I mean, there are basic standards of uh, uh, integrity that people expect in a courtroom. They don't expect a judge to own stock in one of the companies that's in court on at one of the tables and rule in, in their favor and against the other side. It just it defies any concept of justice for that to take place. We look to do away with the blue slip requirement that allows home state senators to block judicial nominees that uh, they find fault with. I support the blue slip, but I'll tell you, it takes bipartisan cooperation for it to work. During the four years of Donald Trump, 120 blue slips were requested by Democratic senators, which means they were willing to sit down at the table, even with the Trump administration, and to negotiate uh, filling vacancies and judgeships. I did it here in Illinois. We did not have any vacancies at the end of the day. We worked it out. So we need the same level of cooperation from Republicans under the Biden presidency. And if you don't see that? Well, I'm not going to jump ahead of time. I think uh, I was on the phone today in a car coming up here from Bloomington with two Republican senators talking about judges in their home state. So the conversation's going on, and I'm hoping it'll be a positive one. A new poll out today shows six in 10 Americans have concerns about President Biden's mental fitness. How concerned are you about that as he would potentially be, as he would be 86 years old at the end of a second term? Does that leave him uniquely vulnerable in his reelection bid? I don't know if he's uniquely vulnerable. I think different people have different strengths at times in their life. I will just tell you this. I have observed uh, President Biden up close. Uh, I've dealt with him in negotiating directly. We've had lengthy conversations. I haven't seen any deficit in his ability to govern this country. Uh, I support his reelection. I think he has a positive record. Uh, and I think that that is what America is looking for the years to come. That was U.S. Senator Dick Durbin speaking with WGLT's Eric Stock.